Hey, everybody, welcome to Touch by Prayer. I am so excited. Oh my gosh, it is going to be a power packed show. I'm just making sure that we are live, making sure that things are up and running. It looks like we are good to go. I hope you guys are excited because we're going to talk about something kind of difficult. We are going to talk about something that a lot of people are talking about, and that is the uh, abortion issue. A lot of people don't like to talk about it. We like to be quiet. We like to stay silent. But there is something, there is a sound, and I truly believe it is the sound of the children, the unborn children who are crying out and who are asking for their voices to be heard. And there have been different individuals who have stepped up to the plate, who have, um, as I like to say, climbed out of the trenches and have gone onto the front line, who have been a voice for the voiceless, who have carried a, a torch for righteousness. And that is definitely my guest. My guest is Janet Porter, and she has written a book. It is called A Heartbeat Away. She talks about Roe versus Wade and how the heartbeat bill can totally get rid of it. How about that? That is going to be exciting. So Janet, thank you so much for coming on Touch by Prayer. Thank you so much for sharing your story and for writing this book. Thank you so much. It is uh, it is really a privilege to be with you tonight. Oh, well, you're very sweet. Okay. So let's, let's get down because I think that we're, um, I'm just making sure that we are up and running. Um, because of course, you know, there are, there are, which you talk about, <laughs> there are some things that say, oh, you know, can't talk about that. We get fact-checked and all this other stuff. So, yes, um, yes. so let's, let's start talking about this where, because I really believe that people get something inside of them that God places inside of them. And I really believe that, that this mandate that you carry, that God gave you, when did you, when did you get this? Well, it was actually in the 10th grade. I was 15 years old. Uh, I went to government schools and I heard a speaker from both sides of the issue. And uh, when the pro-lifer came, uh, they showed a picture of the results of a, uh, of a day at the abortion mill, which was a, it was a garbage bag full of babies. It was a picture. And I looked at that picture and I've never been the same. I said, there is no way you can word your way around this. No slogan makes this okay. Nothing you can say can legitimize what I'm looking at. Innocent children who were, were, were thrown in a garbage can, a, a garbage uh, bag. And, and from that time, I have been pro-life. But see, here's the thing that, that, that a lot of people didn't know is that I was the shy kid. I didn't like giving speeches. I was, I was, you know, uh, just, just very, very quiet, believe it or not. And I, uh, I, I had to, I had to reach, it was in college that I actually had to come to a, a decision that which, which did I care about more? The fact that I'm afraid to, you know, by the way, the fear of public speaking, according to some is, is the number one fear in America. Oh, Death there ranks you go. like sixth in one of these surveys. And I just thought, you know, I'm more pro-life than that, but I wish, which was more significant. The fact that there's, there's 4,400 babies that were alive in the morning that by, by nighttime were, were dead in America, which was more significant. The fact that, that this, this, brutal killing was taking place on our watch or I, the fact that I was afraid to, to tell anyone. And my fear of public speaking lost that contest. And I went through speakers training. I was lousy at it. Uh, I remember um, speaking at, I don't know if they ran out of money or something, but I was the keynote speaker at a Cleveland Memorial for the Unborn. There were 2,200 people there. I was the keynote. And one of the, uh, the MC pulled me aside and she said, you know, I went through speakers training with you. 
And I have to tell you, I'm really surprised that you ended up being our spokesman. And wow. uh, what do you say to that? Th thank you. Um, but no, it's, 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 it's the whole point of this is it's not about our, our comfort zone. It's not about our giftings, our talents. It's about obeying God. It's about doing yeah. what he says and trusting the God of the impossible to work through, uh, you know, mild mannered, uh, uh, ordinary people and, and that don't even have spectacular gifts. I mean, if you were to look at the class that I graduated from, you, you know, you'd say, well, this one, this one's amazing speaker, debate club, this one's, you know, actor. No, no, no it wasn't me. Um, but I said, yes. And that's really that's really it is. God's looking for somebody who will take him at his word, believe he is who he says he is. And 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 as I've said uh, many times, as I founded Faith to Action is the name of my organization, that actions are what you believe. Mm -hmm. Everything else is religious talk. So, you know, I, I could tell you, you could talk to me about how you believe in the God of the impossible. I want to know what have you done? That's impossible. I want to know how the impossible bowed to the name of Jesus spoken through your lips. That's that's how you can tell what you believe is, is, is what are you doing? Everything else is religious talk, political talk, a lot of empty rhetoric, a lot of empty promises, as we found as we tried to pass the heartbeat bill. Uh, and so many uh, Republicans who ran on being pro-life uh, never really meant it. They only wanted mm. to regulate abortion, never end it. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I, I'm tired of marching. I'm tired of talking. I want I want the killing to stop. And uh, that's really what the heartbeat bill is all about. It's going to take us very, very close to our finish line. It's not all the way there, but it does use a universally recognized indicator of life. And that is heartbeat. Every hospital in the world recognizes that if there's a heartbeat, there's life. That's why I've that's seen right. there's a body on the ground. You check for a pulse. That's you know, right. the heart monitors in the hospitals, you've seen them. They're not there for decoration. You know, nope. none, of us have, none of us have been to a funeral of somebody with a beating heart. It's 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 easy to, to ignore a heartbeat is uh, is 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 really heartless. But to deny a heartbeat is to deny science. And mm -hmm. that's really what it is. We hear a lot of people that they oh they they agree with science. Well, well, science says that we've got a measurable, detectable human heartbeat uh, from coming from the womb. This child is beating a help SOS. Uh, with every beat of their heart and we're just we're just gonna we're gonna quit ignoring it we're gonna start heeding it and that's what uh, now 29 states have done by introducing heartbeat bills and 10 states have now passed them these wow. are all at least these are all arrows that are going through the court system and they're they are there destined to deliver the fatal blow to versus weight but the key the key is we need donald trump there to finish the work that uh, that that got there put in go. there uh and so i that's why i dedicated my book to president trump um, I'm told and I'm praying somebody's going to get it to him this week. But here's what he said. He said, they are coming after me because I am fighting for you. That's the That's, truth. Oh, come he, on. He That's said, so good. We are, we are fighting for those who have no voice and we will win because we know how to win. He spoke those words at the March for Life, something no other president in history uh -huh. has, has done. He says, we will win because we know how to win. And I made sure I spelled out in the book itself, the heartbeat bill is the way to win. And so uh, I'm hoping that the president will speak out on this because I'll tell you why. Um, not only is it going to ignite the hearts of these uh, 29 states that have introduced heartbeat bills of pro-lifers who've been marching for almost 50 years. Uh, what it's going to do is ignite the base because what we found, we took a poll. Uh, George Barna did a scientific poll and found that seven out of 10 in America believe 
that if a doctor can detect the heartbeat of an unborn baby, that baby should be legally protected. Now, now here's mm. something else. Take one of the little, if you split down those numbers in the poll, you found that 86% of Republicans support heartbeat laws, um, a majority of independents, and I'm glad you're sitting down because here's, here's the shocker, 55%, a majority of Democrats favor heartbeat laws passed in there. You know, it shows you how far out of step the, 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 the Biden-Harris ticket is, uh, that's that's a ticket that says we want to kill children up until the moment of birth paid for with your tax dollars. And then uh, Kamala Harris, uh, she didn't go after those that were selling the baby parts of these babies. She went after the journalists who exposed the videos. She, yep. she, was, she was going after them. I mean, it just says everything you need to know. Uh, I mean, yep. and again, we've been told it's a blob until it comes out a baby one day. They're nope. chopping them up and they're selling organs. You know, there's a kidney going for this price and, mm -hmm. and lungs and you can, you know, eyeballs and hearts. And, and those videos, and I wrote about it in my book. And you can see some of them that haven't been scrubbed yet from YouTube. Uh, but but uh, Kamala Harris went after the journalists. They went after the messenger, not after those that are chopping up babies and selling their 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 their, their spare parts. Uh, it's it's appalling. And yeah. and that's really what it comes down to is, is where do you want to be? What kind of country do you want to have? And and I, I'm going to tell you what, I'm, I'm going to choose life this election. And I'm hoping everybody else does. And, 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 and I'll tell you why, because if we don't, this may be our last chance to finish what the heartbeat bills have started all over the country. Yeah. But we need another vote on the court, as we saw in the last opinion. We need to get uh, some of these these justices replaced, and we need Donald Trump to do it because we yeah. already know a Biden Harris ticket is gonna is gonna put on pro abort Marxists who not only take our right to life, take our right to to bear uh, keep and bear arms, take our liberties. This is what look. Do you do you want America? Or do you want Venezuela? This is this is the choice that's before us. Do you want life or death? And uh, and that's why uh, I, I guess it's a shameless plug. Here's what here's the cup I drink from. <laughs> Got a little Donald Trump on there. You can see him. Okay, there so so first of all, I love you. You are <laughs> such a you are such a firecracker. Like you don't even expect what just came out of your mouth to come out. So holy moly. Okay, I got so much. I got so much. Okay. Number one, totally agree with everything that you just said. 100%. It, it's, it's, it's just what, what our president is currently doing for, for pro-life probably is beyond what anybody has ever done. And, yes, and the thing it is, and the, the beauty when we, um, as, as people have been having, um, people have been writing books who've been gone, who have actually had uh, encounters in heaven. They have seen the father's heart for the children, for the children, because each of these children had a destiny. Mm -hmm. They had a destiny. They had a purpose that there are no accidental births. People will say, well, oops, it was an accident. No, there are no accidents. That's Life right. is not an accident. It is when the father's finger touches it, that it comes to life. It is it there is science behind it, but what was really really interesting is that they talk about the uh, the river of life that flows from the throne room of God. And um there have been um what's really interesting is um I I had an encounter in heaven and I saw the river of life. But do you know Janet that the river of life is actually light? It's not a river, it's light. But then somebody said to me, they said, do you know what happens upon conception? 
that there is a light when the sperm and the egg sperm meet. There mm -hmm. is actually a, an explosion of light. So there is something that we have to understand that it is not an accident, but it is something that the, that the father does. Because if, if, if having babies was really easy, all the people who had in vitro fertilization would have a 100% success rate. If it was yeah. as simple as putting the egg with the sperm. So therefore, every single child who has been aborted has been had a destiny and a purpose. And there was, there were books inside of that child and there were dreams and there were things that sure. God had planned, right? And yeah. so um, we have, I think what, what we have learned <laughs> through the political correctness is that sometimes people will take something and they will dehumanize it to make it acceptable. So that yeah. there isn't that attachment. I know we're, I'm going to your book. <laughs> yeah, but you go ahead. You're, you're there. You're there. Go ahead <laughs> and, and, and talk about that because that's where that's kind of where I want to start. Well, it's 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 something that's that's not new. Um, they in order to if you want to uh, to to take the life of someone, um, you you change what you call them. That's and right. it's happened through history. And I wrote about in the book somewhere in this book. Right, right. Uh, well, is they. Oh yeah, pull out the page. For those of you following at home, <laughs> uh, we have page numbers. Uh, here it is. By the way, what one of the things they're doing is they're changing the word heartbeat. They're not saying heartbeat anymore. They're really? calling it cardiac activity, electronic pulses, because they know that America resonates with heartbeat. So mm -hmm. they're changing that. In fact, even when they challenge the Ohio heartbeat law, they're, they, 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 they actually challenge it without calling it what it is, without talking about what it refers to, because it's all about words. It's, 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 yep. it's, 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 it's by the way, if they want to make guns illegal, you just call them assault rifles. That's you know right. what? Rifles don't assault anyone. They, they just right. add that label on there, and that's the guns they want to outlaw. Or, or they call them assault weapons. Assault weapons, that's right. Um, but what, what we saw in history, and here it is, it's on page 277. They called in, in the past when they wanted to dehumanize the African-Americans. Mm -hmm. They referred to them as a disease. Oh. Or to the Jewish people, they referred to them as a disease. Yes. Uh, likewise, with the unborn, it's pregnancy. When not wanted is a disease. In fact, a venereal disease. They, they, this is what yeah. they did. They called, they called uh, blacks, Jews, and, and uh, the unborn inanimate objects, waste products, non-persons, deficient human beings, yeah. unwanted, uh, non-human, animal, parasite. This is parasite. what they do. And, and it doesn't parasite. change. Yeah. It doesn't change the sacredness of this human being who's made in the image of God, whether they're they're uh, uh, African-American, whether they're they're of Jewish descent, whether they're Native American, whether they're 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 unborn. Right. Um, these are human beings. And, and in the case of the heartbeat bill, we're talking about human beings with heartbeats we can hear. Um, again, the bill, if you want to talk about really what the bill is, it's so simple. It simply says if a heartbeat is detected, the child is protected. The baby's protected. That's it. That's it. You know, we've seen bumper stickers for decades. Abortion stops a beating heart. Remember, pro-aborts all said, oh, that's not true. That's not true. Then they come in and testify against the heartbeat bill and admit to the world it is true. Yep. We're against this bill because abortion does stop a beating heart. Yep. Um, but with the heartbeat bill, here's the exciting news. With the heartbeat bill, instead of abortion stopping a beating heart, a beating heart will stop abortion. Come on. And that's the message. That's what's going to happen. I'll tell you, I've been in this movement more than 40 years and I have never had more hope 
that we're going to see the finish line, that we're actually going to finish what we set out to do. And, and it all started with, with, with an idea that God put in my heart. And, and here's, here's something you want to talk about, something I don't normally talk about. You wanted some new information? Let I did. <laughs> I spoke at a conference uh, a week ago in Destin, uh, at Northern Florida. Mm-hmm. And, and I told him a story. It was now uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 28, 30 years ago. I, I was at a conference and it was a legislative conference. And I was a kid out of college and, and I, you know, I had all these ideas and, you know, I, I, I said, listen, if we can't get every child, let's rescue as many as we can. Let's, let's, let's get them from the point of heartbeat or brainwaves. I started pitching my idea to legislators around and they were there from all over the country. And, uh, I, I, there were those who surrounded me. It was like, it was like piranhas, Lisa, you're not going to believe this, but, but this idea was so beaten out of me. Um, it basically, I came up with the heartbeat bill idea 30 some years ago. Um, but they said, oh, this is not, this is not going to work. It, it can never work. It's, you, you know, we have, we have a well thought out legislative strategy and, and who are you? I mean, here are these people are judges and legislators and you're a kid out of college with a whole lot to learn. Well, what did I learn? I learned that doing things the, their way, the incremental way, where we move down the field a millimeter at a time, mm-hmm. we, we actually, by regulating around the edges of abortion, we have a body count of more than 60 million innocent American wow. children. And, 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 and here's what I learned, is that if we want to do, if we want to have different results, we need a different approach. And yep. that's where the heartbeat bill was actually rebirthed at the, at the, at the wake, at the funeral of a man who, who uh, was one who, who was against this idea. He was a, a staunch incrementalist, as was Dr. Wilkie at the time. Dr. Wilkie, the founder of the pro-life movement, co-founder of National Right to Life, he said the incremental approach, I was a staunch incrementalist, but the, the fact of the matter is it did not get us far enough, fast enough. It did not, it did not do what we set out to do. And so here these men work their entire lives, never got to see what they work for. And this is the approach. I don't want to see the end of abortion, you know, years from now, decades from now. I want it to happen now. We are in a place where, where, where if we've got those arrows that are right now launched, head, heading to the heart of Roe versus Wade, all mm-hmm. we need is a court who will welcome them and say, yeah, you know what? The, the marker that we're using in the Supreme Court right now is a thing called viability. You know what they do? They take a measurement. And they take a guess as they look at an ultrasound screen and they can be as much as 90% wrong. But here's what the scientific facts say. And this is written within the bills themselves. And it says that if you've got a detectable heartbeat, what science says, you've got a 95 to 98% chance that child will survive to live birth. In other words, (laughs) we got a better marker. That's what the Eighth Circuit Court of Appeals said when they reviewed the Arkansas and North Dakota heartbeat laws. They said, court, take this up because they've got a better, more certain, more scientific, more more um, certain and consistent uh, marker than the right. one the court is currently using of viability, which is miles away from our goal of conception, where heartbeat is inches away from our goal. And when we protect those babies whose heartbeats can be heard, uh, our goal, my goal, is to go back and get the rest because we know our lives begin at the moment of conception. It's an incremental yep. bill, but it's a great big increment and it will protect almost every child facing abortion, every child whose heartbeat can be heard. Absolutely. And you know what? When you are pregnant and you're excited about being pregnant, the sure. first thing that you want to do is to hear the heartbeat. Mm-hmm. That's the first thing that a mother wants to do. They go, okay, we're going to get you in because at eight weeks you can hear the heartbeat. Yeah. But I think it's even sooner because there there are different they 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 can do an internal like sonogram. And you know, you can and that's, hear the heartbeat. 
That's an interesting point that you brought up. Um, in the very last, uh, as you know, we we passed our heartbeat bill three times. Uh, mm -hmm. We had to overcome two vetoes of Governor John Kasich, who uh, is such a staunch Republican. He spoke at the Democrat convention this week. Mm -hmm. um, it, it tells you where he is. He used to be a pro-lifer, actually used to be his spokesperson. I debated his opponents for him, um, but, but now he has lost his way completely, embracing abortion on demand until birth paid for with your tax dollars with a Biden-Harris ticket. It's appalling. Um, but one of the things we had a fight at the end is the Senate had gutted the heartbeat bill. They said, oh, you can only use external ultrasound, which would have saved about 4,000 babies instead of 20,000 babies. So, so I'm just going to give you the example of what happens when you get in a battle like this. I told them, I sat across the table and I said, we did not fight for nearly a decade to save a handful of babies. I didn't want to save just 4,000 right. babies. I want to save 20,000 babies. And I said, this is non-negotiable. We need the internal ultrasound. People say, well, if that's intrusive, well, you know what's really intrusive? If that's that's abortion. They they use, and this is where Abby Johnson came out and endorsed the mm -hmm. book. She, she said that, uh, that every National Abortion Federation abortion mill uses an internal ultrasound. That yep. is every Planned Parenthood in America uses this intrusive ultrasound. So if you kill your child, it's an internal ultrasound that they use. It's what we said in our bill is we want standard medical practice. Whatever is used in the standard medical practice, that's what we want this bill to, to use. And so the Senate gutted that. And we, we were, we were really, I was willing to go to war at least. I'll tell you, it was the day before the hearing. Right. I was on the phone with a buddy of mine, Mark Harrington, and uh, we were planning a press conference. And I said, all right, we'll go in front of the state house. We don't need a permit. We're planning the straight house. And then, and then we had called the governor. We had called our sponsor, Ron Hood, had the chairman call all these people. We tried everything. But the last result, I was going to scream bloody murder and, and let the world know what the house was about, what the house was about to do. And the call came in the 11th hour. It was probably 10 o'clock at night. And they said, here's the call. It wasn't hello. How are you? It was, it was, what do you want? Oh, and I, said, I want, I want that. I want the bill gutting amendment out. I want yeah. there to be standard medical practice so that we save 20,000 babies and not just 4,000 babies. And that is what happened. That is how we finally got one of the strongest pro-life bills in the country, uh, in history. Uh, but we had, uh, we had a lot of resistance and I'll tell you, um, you mentioned the, uh, the, the title of the book. It's how the heartbeat bill will pierce the heart of Roe v. Wade and the shocking betrayal no one saw coming. Yeah. The shocking betrayal was that the, the, the people we fought that fought the hardest against this bill, were, it wasn't Planned Parenthood. It wasn't NARAL. It was right to life. My old employer actually came and testified against the most protective pro-life bill to ever pass in Ohio. They testified against it. They, they lobbied against it. And then when it passed, not once but twice, they called for a veto twice and celebrated right alongside the abortionists when it came. Okay. So we fought them for eight years. In the ninth year, as we're, as we're getting this bill reintroduced, we knew we had a pro-life governor now. What they did, this is, this is really going to shock you, they ran to the front of the parade and they pretended it was their idea, that <gasps> they were the ones who were behind it. And look, it said they said it was the, quote, most significant bill they've passed to date. It was the one they worked the hardest against. Almost every moment of that battle, they were fighting us. And we're finding out as I'm writing this book, hey, they fought them in, in, uh, in Texas, in Indiana, in Missouri, in Kansas, in, in Tennessee. We saw the right to life movement, national right to life, 
fighting the national, the federal heartbeat bill. This is appalling. All yeah. those organizations that you've been writing checks to, as we all have, um, thinking that they were going to adhere to their mission statement. No, not the case. And a lot of people say, isn't it harsh that you're telling them this? I said, no, they need to know the truth. The reason we haven't ended abortion yet is because of national right to life and the establishment that has been promising that they want to end abortion, pretending to be pro-life, but fighting us every step behind the scenes and, and in front of the cameras. Phew. That's okay. There's so, oh, there's so much. So, so let's, let's, let's call it what it is. It's a moneymaker. Of course. It's not about babies. It's not about children. It's not, listen, anybody who thinks that our government, I'm sorry, except with the exception, I believe of our president, if they really believe that they care about us, <laughs> no, they don't, they don't. They don't care about us. All the different, there are so many different places that you can look and see, you know, and, and I love that you talk about, you know, the mask in the book, which wasn't even anything to do with what we're dealing with, but still yeah. it's been a mask. It's been a charade. It's been this big, like, oh, we're this and we're that. But no, the, the truth is that there is money being made. There's black market there, but there's also a very evil agenda. There is there a very is. evil agenda. Well, let me just say, it, it, it's chapter 10 that you refer yep. to, behind the mask, it's greed and racism. Yep. You know, what we're talking about with abortion is, is the biggest assault on the black community that there ever was. That's right. Um, we have killed 20 million African-Americans. You know what that is? That's like, imagine it's 1960. And you say, you know what? I, 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 it's not just one guy they killed. It's, it's every single man, woman, and child in America. Every black man, woman, and child in America, alive in America in, in the year 1960, gone. That's yep. what abortion has done. Destroyed. They've killed a quarter of the population. It was, it was Margaret Sanger's design, as you know, uh, the founder of Planned Parenthood. Yep. Uh, in fact, I, I asked a question. Who, in the, who was in the a member of, of the Ku Klux Klan? She spoke to their group uh, and certainly was influenced by them and by the uh, by the eugenicists in in, uh, in 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 Nazi Germany. Yeah. And I write about all of that. I but here, here's, here's a question: I asked this to people, and I said, "Guess who said these words? Imagine, all right, just for a minute, just who said this? We don't want the word to get out that we want to exterminate the Negro population. Who wants to exterminate the Negro population?" Who doesn't want the word to get out? Is it A, President Trump? They're calling him a racist, not one him. Uh, Congressman Steve King, they certainly attacked him uh, over a, a misquote in the New York Times, not one him. It was Planned Parenthood founder Margaret Sanger in her own letter saying, hey, hey, don't let the word get out. Our goal is to exterminate the, the Negro population. If you care about black lives, if you think they really matter, then you need to get involved in the pro-life yeah. arena because that is where your population is being exterminated. That's right. And they put those abortion mills in the minority communities on purpose so that they could achieve their goal. Um, yep. And that is the extermination. It's now a quarter of the of the black population is is gone. In, in many cities, they kill more black babies than are born. This is what's happening. And I remember we were lobbying for the heartbeat bill, Lisa. We had a, a Blacks for Life came in and they gave a, a press conference from all over the country. They came and they joined us. And it broke my heart. I was speaking at a black church in uh, Detroit. And I told him the story that one of the guys, uh, Steve Broden, was one who came in and we met with Democrats, uh, black Democrats, and we brought them uh, Mark Crutcher's film, uh, Maffa 21, and, and he said, they're killing our, 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 our race. 
Yeah. Will you be our champion? And they pleaded with these members of, of the Senate with tears and no one would rise up and be the voice to say, you know what? Black lives matter enough for me to stand up and do something, to fight That's against right. the party that wants to kill them. And uh, and it's sad that, uh, that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris don't believe black lives matter enough no. to, to do something about protecting them. Uh, right. And where they are in the in the crosshairs, where they're in the most dangerous place to be right now, their own mother's womb. So, come on. They're, okay. So there, there's the other thing too. When we when we look at what they've been doing for for the African American community, they've also they encourage it. They encourage abortion. They in they there. It's a fatherless. It's a fatherless society because the. That, and that's part of the problem is that you don't have the father and the mother dynamic. So you have these, these poor young girls who have been told and have been taught, well, you're too young. So just, you know, you made a mistake or it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Yeah, that is uh, the biggest lie. Uh, yeah. And what we're finding is that women who believe that lie on the other side of that, they, they, you know, they, they maybe get pregnant later in life. Uh, they, they, they feel the baby's kick. They see the baby's picture. They hear the baby's heartbeat and they say, oh my goodness, what have I done? Yeah. Uh, one of the women who, who lobbies with us in Washington, her name is Rochelle Heidelbaugh. Uh, she was raped uh, and had an abortion following the rape. Uh, she uh, had a second abortion as her life very often is, as happens, yeah. uh, spirals down and, and she comes and testifies and she says, you know, let me ask you something. If you have a woman who's in this crisis, perhaps she's been raped or she just, she uh, is, is not wanting to be pregnant. And they say to her, they, they say, would you, would you tell a suicidal person, you know what, if you want to make that choice, here's a gun, here you go. Let me, let me give yeah. it to you. You would right. never do that because that yeah. is cruel. Um, and, and, and so when someone's in a crisis, when you push them over the ledge and say, yeah, just, just take care of the problem. Uh, what you do is, 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 um, you, you don't become unpregnant. You basically have a dead child. You know, again, the choice in this issue, I remember I was speaking in, I don't know which state it was. I said, listen, the choice that we're dealing with in this issue is whether you have a live baby or a dead baby, because once a woman is pregnant, there already is a child. That's the right. question about abortion is whether it will be a live child or a dead child. And, That's right. and uh, I mean, I, I, there are people that maybe I could tell this to Joe Biden, uh, to, to Kamala Harris. If you don't get it, if you don't understand which is the right choice to make, live baby or dead baby, uh, let me break it down as simply as I can in the speaker's training uh, course. Live baby good, dead baby bad. bad. That's, I've made people repeat that so they yeah. see how easy. This is not a complicated issue. It's, uh, it's a very, very simple one. And it's, it's one that we can help mothers and their children make a choice that, the, that they and their children can live with. There are people standing in line waiting to adopt from New York to Chicago. They'd give their right arm to love this child. Right. And they're, they're saying, oh, I couldn't choose adoption. Well, you, when you choose abortion, you're giving your child to the knife of an abortionist to cut and slice into pieces and probably sell the dead, the dead baby's uh, body parts and the organs. I mean, this is what we're talking about. This is the grisly, grueling uh, uh, reality of what abortion is. Somebody needs to say enough is enough. We need to yeah. stop it. And if you want to stop it, we, can, we don't have to march about it again. We don't have to talk about it incessantly. What we can do is go out and register to vote and yeah. to vote for Donald Trump and for Mike Pence to get, to get these courts where we need to be and to have a voice, somebody who has the courage of their convictions. This is a guy that says, well, you know what, Congress, when you wouldn't defund Planned Parenthood, he thought up a way to do it himself. That's you know, right. 
we, we saw tens of millions of dollars taken out of the coffers of Planned Parenthood because they wouldn't go along with the federal regulations the president instituted to say, hey, listen, you know, if you're going to you're going to use these these facilities, you use these these funds, it can't be for dismembering children and you've got to spell it out. And, and they, they wouldn't do it because uh, Planned Parenthood is in the abortion business. That is what they do. They kill yep. children. That is their primary goal. And that, yep. I mean, they've, they've even fired their own, they're right about it in the book. They fired their own presidents because they weren't pro-abortion enough. That's right. Um, so, so, so yeah, we've got to, we've got to quit talking and whining about this. We just need to get it done. And, yep. and one way is you can introduce the heartbeat bills in your state. You can join with those that have, um, and you can make sure that they're going to be upheld by, by reelecting president Donald J. Trump. Absolutely. And I, you know, the other thing I wanted to talk about because I'm, on page 286 in your book, <laughs> you did, you talked about courage is the key. We, yeah. we, we have to step out of a place of being so afraid of man and being, and because everything that God has called us to do, he's going to give us what we need to get it done. So everything that, that you've need, Janet, God has done and has given you everything that you need so that you can accomplish it. But you had to say yes, and that took courage. You know, it's it's really comes down to a decision. Um, and there's another chapter that is one of my favorites. It was not my favorite season to go through, but it's called Whatever It Takes. Yeah. Um, if you're willing to do whatever it takes, and that does take courage, um, then that's how you're going to get to the end of abortion. You know, when they said no to us year after year after year after year, we did everything we could. We, 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 uh, we you know, we rented an airplane to fly over the state house. I own a three-story heart balloon that says pass three stories. It says pass the heartbeat bill now. When they wouldn't pass the bill in the Ohio Senate, we had passed it through the House many times, but the Senate wouldn't budge. And so we ran against them. You know, we challenged them what they care about the most, and that is their own jobs. Right. And so with three election cycles, we ran candidates against them. And when I couldn't find anybody to run against the Senate president, I still remember the phone. It's, it's, it's in the book, but 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 I remember uh, getting a call from my right hand. Lori Virus called me up and said, you know, did you find anybody to run in the House Senate, to run against the Senate president? I said, no, man, I, I couldn't find anybody. I tried. I wined and dined. Pastors tried to get candidates. Couldn't get anxious. Well, that's too bad. We've got a lot of other candidates, but it sure would be nice if we had somebody to run against the Senate president. And she overheard a, a clerk say to me, you know, sign here. She goes, where are you? I said, I'm at the Board of Elections. She says, what are you doing? He said, I'm running against the Senate president because <laughs> you know, we got to put our faith to action. You know, either, either actions are what you believe. And right. so I ran against the Senate president. There were two polls I was told that showed me dead even with him. Wow. Uh, and so they spent their war chest. Uh, yeah. The money that he was supposed to use for other candidates, he spent it on himself. Um, yeah. $1.3 million to slander me on every television, radio station, all those ugly, nasty mailers accusing me of being the pro-abort. But you want to know something? In the end, it cost them. Yeah, it, it cost them. And they knew one thing. We weren't going to go away. I mean, we did yeah. some crazy things. I'll, I'll tell you. There's a picture in here. I just sent it to a, a, one of my interns. She was an intern uh, when she was in the eighth grade. She's now married with uh, three kids, I believe it is now. Uh, she asked me to be in her wedding. Her name is Kate Neal. And uh, she said, we're, we're going to take some pictures at the state house. 
So here we are at the state house. She's got her wedding gown. Mm -hmm. I've got my bridesmaid outfit. We've got heartbeat pins mm -hmm. with our bouquets. And if you think that we didn't use that opportunity to lobby in the Senate, oh, heck yeah. you haven't been paying attention. So yeah, we did. It, it, one thing they knew is that we were not going to go away until they did what we told them to do. We, we hired them to protect human life. And if they weren't going to do it, the world was going to know. We picketed their house. We had full page ads, mailers. We ran cartoons on television about them. One of the, uh, the speakers of the house said, the only reason I'm passing your bill, the only reason I'm bringing it to the floor is because I don't want a cartoon made about me. <laughs> I mean, we, yeah, I'm just going to tell you, you got to do whatever it takes. And right. I remember I'm on the phone with uh, Mark Crutcher, a buddy of mine in Denton, Texas. And uh, he called me up. He said, how you doing, Janet? I said, not so great. You know, we, we've got this bill, it's being installed and everyone hates us. I can count my friends on one hand. And he says, did you go down to the state house to make friends? I said, no, sir. Or did you go down there to end abortion? That's what it is. You go down there and you do what you set out to do and you quit worrying about what people think about you because that's not what this is about. And I'm like, Mom. that's what I needed to hear. And, uh, you know, I'd call him when, I, when, when there's like, you know, no one else to call. He gave yeah. me a pep talk that kept me in the battle and uh, I'll uh, be forever grateful. This is the thing. If you feel like you're outnumbered, the good news is, and this is what I learned in this battle, is that God is famous for working through remnants. You know, as I said, there were times I literally could count on one hand the people who stood with me. Uh, there may have been a few more, but the ones I knew that were there, that were there when I needed them, uh, one hand. I mean, the good news is I knew who they were. That was nice to know who your friends really are. Um, but you can do this with you and a couple of friends. You can That's actually, right. as long as you're willing to do whatever it takes, you know, without violating the law and all the, the obvious things. You just don't quit. You don't stop. You just keep focused because it is God's heart to stop the killing. Oh, it's one yeah. of the seven things he hates the most is the shedding of innocent blood. And so what we've got to do is, is, is obey him. If you love Jesus, you'll keep his commandments. You'll do what he says. Well, there's a couple of things. One of the things that it, Jesus talks about the parable with the unrighteous judge and with the woman who goes to the judge and day and night, night and day goes and she demands and pleads and asks and asks and the unrighteous judge gives her what she asked for because he doesn't want to hear her anymore. There is something about One of our campaigns, Lisa, <laughs> we called it the persistent widow phase. Yep. I mean, we called and called and called until, you know, yep. I mean, I wore out. I mean, people just dropping off the email list because they, they got worn out. I get it. Yep. Um, but we would not quit. We would not quit. And that's that's really where it is. And a lot of people say, well, you know, what do these phone calls matter? Oh, they matter. Let me tell you, they matter. I remember um, I was feeling a little glib. One day I, was, I, I saw a guy, there was a swing vote on the committee. We needed to get him. And he was non-committal. When you're not committal, you know what you're doing? You're selling the world, call me, give me all, give me all the attention because I'm not announcing where I'm gonna vote. So we called this guy, and I know his phones were blowing up. They were absolutely ringing off the hook. And so I saw him in the hallway. I said, So how you doing? You getting any calls at all? And he <laughs> says, uh, he says, No, no, I'm not. We're not getting any calls, you know. And where the conversation goes on a little bit further, and at the end of the conversation, he uh, I said, you know, maybe you could, you know, you could let your rep know this. He goes, I can't get any work done with all your people calling me. I'm like, oh, they are calling. So they are uh, calling. And we, we end ended up getting his vote in the end because those phone calls matter. That's that's it. You got to use your voice for that's the voiceless. And that's what we've been commanded to do. Proverbs 31.8. I signed it in my books. Proverbs 31.8. We are commanded to be a voice for those appointed to die. That's and that right. means you've got to register to vote as well. That means you need to, to take people to the polls and make sure that if you want to end abortion, 
If you want this curse lifted off America because of the shedding of innocent blood, we've got to finish this. We've got to yep. do whatever it takes. And the action is right now. Actions are what you believe. Everything yep. else is, don't tell me you're pro-life unless you have the actions to back that up. Well, let, okay. So I'm, I'm going to share something with you that I don't know if I've shared. I don't think I've shared a lot, but in, in 2015, the Lord, I woke up and the Lord told me that, that Donald Trump was going to be our president. He told me. So that was August of 2015. And I went in and I told my husband and I said, I said, I know who our next president's going to be. He goes, who? And I told him <laughs> and he laughed at me and he said, he's not, he's not going to get the Republican nomination. What are you nuts? He's not this. He's not that all these things. And so sure. I was, so I, I, so I went and I, I went back and I, I went into prayer and I said, Lord, I said, why him? Why Donald Trump? And do you know what the Lord said to me? He What's said, that? because he's going to overturn Roe versus Wade mm -hmm. and he's going to put prayer back in school. Janet, that was in 2015. Wow. That was in 2015. I don't share this often. But he said I, this I in 2015. You. And But the, the thing is, at that time, I thought that he was pro-choice. I didn't know he was pro-life. I had no idea because he was just coming out. But the Lord told me he was going to overturn Roe versus Wade. He well, I, I believe it. I, mm -hmm. I'm going to tell you, I, I believe it. And and I remember when my friend Phyllis Schlafly came out and in, she's since passed away, but she made an endorsement of Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking, ah, oh, you know, she's getting up there in years and ah, oh, you know, uh, she was right. She was absolutely 100% right. The yeah. thing about Donald Trump that she saw in him that I now very clearly see is that he is not like all the rhinos that we've been fighting in the Ohio yep. legislature and in, in Congress, the, the, the Republicans in name only. They, they don't adhere to the pro-life plank in the platform. Why, yeah. why call yourself a Republican? And so, so he's a guy that's not going to just do what the establishment says to do, to yep. regulate around the edges of abortion. Congress is made up of, when they were made up of Republicans who most of whom claimed to be pro-life, they did not defund Planned nope. Parenthood. Nope. What in the world? It took a president to, to defund him. Now there's still a lot more funds we've got to stop going into. But the he's gotten rid of a lot. But he is, you know, tens of millions of dollars and he's the guy that can do it. He's a smart guy. You say whatever you want about his personality. He is a man of results. That's he right. is a man of courage. He is a man that is against the establishment, is willing to do what it takes on so many fronts. That's right. Um, I got to tell you something. I, I'm, I've been a, a Ronald Reagan fan. He was my favorite, you know, and certainly Washington and Lincoln. But I'm going to tell you something that we are finding in in President Donald Trump characteristics that are are like those of our founders that are, right. are willing to take on and say, I'm going to do what they say can't be done. You know, this guy. He's, he's got lots of money. He could be sitting back golfing every day. He could be sitting by the pool. He could be doing all kinds of things. He doesn't even take a salary for his his, his job as, as president. He is doing it because he loves America. He That's loves right. America. When I saw Michelle Obama give her speech, I wanted to I wanted to vomit. She oh she loves America with all her heart, really? Because it wasn't that long ago she was telling how embarrassed she was to be an American and and how much she she didn't she wasn't she didn't like she didn't have anything to do with America. I mean, come on. 
Um, you, you can see that he's 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 his heart is right and he's willing to do what it takes. He's he's going after the sexual traffic traffickers. Yep. He's standing for the Second Amendment. Yep. He's fighting for our religious liberties. Yep. This is a guy that is everything we've dreamed about. If you care about the Constitution, this is the guy that's defending it unlike anyone else. And I, I'm excited about I'm proud to uh, to be a supporter of the president. And there's, when I fly. They said, all right, you want to make me wear a mask? I wear a Donald Trump mask. <laughs> I wear a Donald Trump shirt. I, mm -hmm. I got to get the hat when I fly. I uh, have but, but I'm seeing more and more people. I have one too, but I, I didn't wear it the last flight I was on. Mm -hmm. But I have more and more people coming out like this and, yeah. and, and saying, you know, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, and, you know, where's the courage? So I, I, I'd text the picture. You know, I put it up on Facebook and, <laughs> and people said, you know, oh, that takes a lot of courage. Really? It yep. takes a lot of courage to wear a T-shirt. Come on. America is the land of the free because the of, the, of brave. the brave. Because right. we are the home of the brave. And that's it. That's if it. you're not brave enough to put a sign, a yard sign on your door or wear, wear a shirt, I mean, I, I, I'm going to tell you something. Um, I got to wonder if you're going to be courageous enough to do much else in your life because we are at a crossroads and this is worth it. This is absolutely worth it. Don't tell me how courageous I am when I stand for President Trump. It is, it is the only thing I can do as an American to stand for America. Oh, yeah. I do not want Venezuela. I don't want the Marxist agenda of the left that will come Maybe. to your door and take your guns. They've already announced it. Yep. You know, he's going to put Beto O'Rourke in charge of the guns. He's already said, we're going to take your AR-15. We're coming after yep. you, after your guns. This is, this, is this what you want? Yep. I'm going to tell, I want to speak specifically right now to those people who may be watching that are not registered to vote. I just want to say to you, everybody fights over the undecided. I want to speak to the people who are not voters right now. What does it take for you to, to say, what, what is at stake? What is it going to take for mm. you to come out of the shadows and put your name on a form? And our founders bled and died for the right That's to right. vote, to That's be right. able to govern and direct us where we go as a nation. And I'm going to tell you something else. There's some churchgoers right now that may be watching and they're saying, well, you know, I want to stay out of politics. That is a lie of the devil that yep. has kept us out of out of the will of God. Because, oh, well, you know what? We better not we better not do anything that affects our life, our liberty, our freedom, our health, our well-being, our, our economics, uh, or our, our, our anything. This is this is this is where the vote comes in. Politics, is, as Phyllis Schlafly used to say, is where the action is. If you want the atheists, the Marxists to take over our country, you want to make the Bible illegal, you want to you want to see the criminalization of Christianity. That's another book I wrote uh, and a movie that I made about it. But that's that's where we're headed. Yeah. under a Biden-Harris administration. And I'm going to tell you something. Do not believe the lie because you're going to be held accountable for what mm -hmm. you do and what you don't do. That's right. Um, and that's that's really where it's at. There's a sin of omission. And if it's costing, it's, 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 it's basically the result of not voting is the shedding of innocent blood. You're accountable for that. There's blood on your hands if you are not willing to do something to stop it. Sorry, I don't normally get this worked up uh, on, on this issue, but I'm going to tell you, it's all coming down to the wire right now. It is. And fake news spewing out lies every night. And, yeah. and we need to speak the truth and have the courage to do whatever it takes. Absolutely. Well, you're coming out of the trenches. That's, That's right. what you're doing. That's you're right. coming out of the trenches. And uh, there's there's a couple other things. People don't understand what what abortion does to those who have like you were talking about earlier. Um, they they realize, what did I do? I know people who had abortions as kids, as teenagers, you know, who didn't understand. But it, right. it haunts them. And I've had to pray with them. And I've had to help them heal. I've had to help them forgive themselves. And, and the, they, they had to come to a point 
to to be able to admit what they did and not to stand and and hide under that well you know when you know what you know what you do before you know it's different but when you know what you know yeah then and you I'll, have to become accountable i'll tell you there's a lot of pastors that are right now uh remaining quiet on this issue and they say it's because they don't want to you know uh make someone feel bad who's had an abortion or they don't want to affect the i'm the, sorry uh, rolling my eyes i'm sorry yeah, or they don't <laughs> want it to affect the uh the the the, the intake of the of the uh, offering but mm -hmm. let me say this that what what is it that is healing if you've got an open wound um, th that's what, that's what a lot of women are. They're there and they're hurting. They've got this secret right. and there, there's an entrance way to the enemy. When you've got a wound like that, what you need to do is open up and say, I'm going to clean it out. I'm going to go to God who forgives, who will wash it with his blood, who will forgive and reconcile and restore. I have seen that the women who have had abortions become some of the most eloquent, some of the most effective anointed speakers, some of the most effective warriors in this issue, like Rochelle Heidelbaum and many others. This is what Satan meant for evil. God God can and will use for good. He needs you to participate. But but what we've got to do is, is go to the cross and, and ask for forgiveness, get that forgiveness, reconcile, and then be used by God in a mighty way to save millions of lives. And that's what the heartbeat bill ultimately is going to do. Absolutely. It's going to save the lives of, of every child whose heartbeat can be heard all across America and state after state after state. And that's what's happening. That's what we've been missing. Right. Is, is that we have not had a pathway to victory. We've yeah. only talked and regulated and marched and, you know, I'm sick of it all. I just want it to end. I mean, yeah. you do, you do something, you just, you do one thing for, for 10 years. Uh, and that's what I've been focused on for 10 years is right. this heartbeat bill. I knew it was my assignment. I'm going to complete my assignment. I had to pass the bill three, three times to get it through. Uh, we had other States and I many, certainly helped uh, in, in, in many of those States. Um, but, but, this is this is it. This is our yeah. opportunity, and we've got a president who is who is already. He doesn't talk around the edges like, "Well, I'll put on a constitutional conservative who'll yeah. interpret the." No, he says, "I will put pro-life justices yeah. on the court." Yeah. How clear do you want it to be? Yeah. How 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 easy a choice is this really? Is it's it's life or it's death? Period. Yeah. That's it. The end. And, and, and that's and, that's one of the things you know when when we talk about the fathers. Let's talk about heartbeats. Let's talk about the father's heartbeat and how his heart, how his heart breaks as, as children are being aborted, how his heart really breaks about it because we don't know, you know, it says that my people perish for lack of knowledge. That's, that's a scripture because yes. sometimes we don't know what we're doing, but I will tell you this, that before they passed the full term abortion bill in New York city, I had a dream. Did I tell you this, this dream no, that I had? Okay. Sorry. Um, okay. So I had this dream on this dream and, it, and you're going to love this. There was, it was all over the news. They were talking about abortion. They were talking about abortion and they were really talking about abortion and they were showing full, they were showing full term babies abortion. Okay. And I, and there were people who were looking at it and they were so upset by it and they were so disgusted by it. And it was the church. And they weren't upset because of what was happening. They were upset because they had to see it. They didn't want to mm -hmm. see it. They didn't care about anything else. They just didn't want to see it. And yeah. so in this dream, it was on the TV, but then I was walking through the streets of New York and I went down this alley and I saw this tarp and all, this tarp where all of these babies laid out, all different size babies of fetuses. And the last one was a full term baby. And I saw this guy and he was dressed in green. 
and he looked like a doctor, but he was dressed in green. And I woke up and I thought, oh my gosh, God is telling me that people are aborting their dreams because sometimes a baby in a dream can mean like a dream instead of like a, a like a baby baby. It's not a literal thing, but this particular dream happened. It was uh, three days before they passed the bill. I had no idea. I had no idea, but the Lord started to talk to me and he said, he said that, that the blood of a baby is the most powerful blood there is and blood gives power. And he said, he said that they needed more power because they were losing and that's why they passed the bill. And that day he showed me that the freedom tower was lit up pink and he showed me that where the Freedom Tower was built, that there was a lot of innocent blood that was shed. On, on well, you, you think about this. It, it was the Tower of Hypocrisy of, of lighting it up pink, saying we're going to celebrate taking the lives of babies yeah. that are nine months old. But you know that there's a plaque there, the Freedom Tower, to commemorate the 11 unborn children who were killed at 9-11 by the terrorists? What? So here we are, we're honoring, it's in the book, we're honoring the, 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 the fact that these babies' lives meant something. We, we commemorate it there at that location, and that is the place where they lit it pink to celebrate taking human life all the way up to the moment of their first breath of, of, of nine months uh, of delivery. It is appalling. It is hypocrisy. And that's part of the chapter that says the enemy has overplayed his hand. And I believe that's what's happening. They're, that's they've it. gone too far. They, they've gone they, too far. They are, that's right. And I think the American people, especially those non-voters, uh, and maybe some of those undecided, the Christians who've been, been sitting in the pew, they need to get up and say, you know what, this is this is too far. If I don't vote, it's it's like I am approving killing children for say all that. nine months. Say I that, mean, say that. That's it. If you Say don't that. vote, you Say are giving that. tacit approval for That's the pro-abortion movement to kill children with your tax dollars That's right. for all nine months. That's right. Um, and and then then chop them up and use them for spare parts and sell them for more money. Got a whole chapter on that greed when the masks yep. are coming off. I mean, all of it is exposed. Everything is there for for you can complain about what you have to see, or you can stop it at its source. That's it's right. Like, it's like Kamala Harris. You know, instead of going after the abortionists who are selling body parts in violation of federal law of these babies, their their hearts, their livers, their lungs, the, instead of instead of going after the ones breaking the law, they went after the ones that were exposing it, the journalists who showed the videos. I mean, this is what it's come to. They're yep. shooting the messenger yep. rather than than going uh, going after the 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 criminals yep. that are are chopping up literally chopping up human babies. It is it is absolutely so beyond uh gruesome and horrific and yet we think it's not worth our vote we think it's not worth us to, to take the time and register because boy that just seems just you know politics is dirty i'll tell you what's dirtier is not it's not casting your vote for life that's and right. letting the killing continue that's and that's right. that's really our choice and i'm not I, I know i'm beating the same drum but i i feel very very strongly that we are on the precipice i, I gotta tell you i have so much hope in my heart that we, I mean, it's, we're so close to the finish line. I can, it's like, I can reach out and yep. feel it. I can see it. Yep. I, it's, I'm like, see that ribbon. And I, I could see that we're ready to run across it. And what it's going to take is for us now to, to register and to vote. And, and I'll tell you one other thing. It's, it's about voter integrity. And I write about this in, in, in the book as well. 
that we've got to make sure that that our votes are are being counted and and that that they're being counted accurately. Oh, yeah. This this mail-in invitation to vote fraud, we got to stand against that. Oh, we need yeah. to stand with the president because he is exactly right, uh, and that the that we're you know what we're seeing is that the, you know mail it out. I mean, what what do they say? They, they somebody's cat that was dead for twelve years cast a vote. I mean, um, you know, people are saying that my my grandfather he was a uh, he was a uh, Republican his whole life, but uh, he he finally started voting Republican the moment he died. I mean, this is, <laughs> this is the kind of thing that that, yeah. that we we see happening, and we've got to stop it because yeah. our country literally is, is hanging by a thread. It is on the line. Yep. Um, and the fact that that you know you got a guy that that can't string a sentence together that that's leading in some of these polls. I mean, I don't believe it, but but even the fact that they can even make that ask. I mean, just it's 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 beyond. It's beyond uh, understanding and comprehension well, how we could be in this situation with these people running at, for president for the highest office of the land that are against everything America stands for. Now, did you also see as they've been taking down different like, um, you know, uh, Confederate, you know, monuments and different, you know, monuments that are of importance. They've been putting up stat uh, statues, satanic statue of, of Baal or Moloch, which are baby killers. People right. would, people actually would take their babies and give them to these deities and these you know, demons. I, I, I talked about in the book, I think the only platform that is more pro-abortion than the Democratic platform was the platform that 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 Moloch stood, stood on, that right. he sat on. Now, that's the only that's platform right. I think that's more pro-abortion than the that's Democratic right. platform. I mean, think about what we're talking about here. Mm -hmm. By the way, one of the statues they're tearing down is they're tearing down Lincoln. Remember yeah. the guy that freed the slaves and took a bullet for it? I mean, um, it, it's... Me? It really is appalling. Yeah. It's really beyond, beyond the pale. Um, well, because look, if they get rid of history... If you can get rid of the the documentation of history, you can change history. Because and that's they, what they've been trying to do. They've been doing it they, in government schools. Yeah. They've been doing it with the media. Yeah. Um, and and you know, I think Louis Gohmert said it right. He actually tried to outlaw the, the Democratic Party by resolution because uh, they were the ones who started slavery. If you want to you want to tear something yeah. down, tear down the party of of slavery. Yeah. Uh, the Jim Crow laws. Tear down the ones yeah. who fought against civil rights. That that's the Democratic Party. That's right. Um, and and so uh, I just think I think we need to do we need to turn off CNN. Uh, by the way. Uh, I write about that and some Take of the experiences that, that I've had, uh, some of the selective editing that they do and, and these kinds of things. But but it's 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 really to a place where we need to we need to pray and change. I, I want to tell you I want to tell you some good news. Let me let me tell you this. We can see when we started off the heartbeat bill, they said it was impossible. They said it could not be done. But I'm here to tell you on, on this side of the finish line that what they called impossible is now inevitable. That's We're right. going to end abortion. Yes, we and are. what I'm going to tell you, it only took a remnant to do it. The, the friends on one hand that finished this, this task. And, and, and I'm going to tell you that it can be done where we can take back voter integrity. We can yep. take back the government schools, break the government yep. monopoly, yep. set our children free where they fr are free to learn. We can take back the media. Yeah. Uh, the media right now is 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 probably the biggest problem we have because they are spewing out lies every yep. day. Uh, I mean, you know, I heard that um, that uh, Goliath, they dug up Goliath's remains. They, they, it turns out he wasn't killed by David Stone. It was COVID. Uh, and it was, you know, Trump's fault. You know, this, this is what they report. This is the kind of That's stuff true. that we're here to see. That's true. And, 
And we've got to stand up against it. You know, and they're using fear. They're, spe they're spewing out fear. Yep. So many people afraid to leave their homes because, yep. oh no, there's there's a virus. Well, there is a virus. We need to be careful, but but we don't need to uh, to be- That has a 99% you know, uh, chance of recovery. Yeah, and if you use a hydroxychloroquine, then you, you're pretty much certain to be cured, just as, yeah, as well. Congressman Louis Gohmert spelled out. Yeah. These are the things, that, let me tell you how evil it is. They are actually, you know, blocking- and, and making it illegal to get the things that help, the things that cure. People yep. are saying a Z-Pack and zinc that that's helping. I mean, I, I I just know, and one of the other things, YouTube has been blocking and banning and censoring and and uh, and keeping us from, from the truth. I don't know how yep. long this is going to last on YouTube. I've been banned. I write about that. There's a dark web that is a systematic attempt to silence our yeah. voice. And and one of the guys, Robert Epstein is a, is a psychologist. He was editor of Psychology Today, uh, Harvard educated. He was a Hillary supporter. And he said that what is happening is that there is in this web that has now become the new public square, they are skewing the search engines. And I actually spell it out. If you type, if you typed at the time uh, you uh, on, on, on Yahoo, it says Hillary is going to come up crooked, murderer, all these kinds right. of things would come up. Same with same with um, Bing. But mm -hmm. if you typed it into Google, which is the number one search engine in the world, 90 you know, some percent are using Google. Right. Uh, they would type in, she's awesome. She's winning. And it hides, <laughs> yeah. it hides the, 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 you know, uh, yeah. when they typed in the make the art of the deal, I think it was that they, they that Google would bring up Mein Kampf. That really? This yeah. is and what the, by doing, by skewing the search engines, yeah. people think it's a neutral thing. I'll just type in and see what I find. And guess what? Uh, they're led to the, the candidate of Google's choice, which is not our president. No. And, 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 and that this, this Democrat psychologist said that he's testified before the Senate committee. I wrote about it in a heartbeat away. He said that, that we are looking at, at, at skewing as much as 15 million votes just by that. Yep. Not to mention by by sending out a message on Facebook, blocking the the, the Trump ads, blocking our our messages. Um, they are they are they are silencing our voice. There is a strangulation on our message. In fact, what's happening is by by bumping the conservative news sites down, they are they're taking away their revenue because advertisers count on the traffic. And That's if you right. put WorldNet Daily, some of these places way down, um, th their, their revenue dries up and they, they literally choke us out of existence. Yep. That is what is happening and that needs to stop. Well, there's a lot of things. I think that this is, there is a reason if we can, if we, if we really understand the purpose, because there is a greater purpose for the abortions besides the money besides there's there's a a as we started to talk about there is a darker side to it and uh it was just released on somebody posted that it was like i think it was a washington post that actually wrote an article that said that that satanists have said that abortion is actually like their communion and so they're trying to save it for religious practices this is what they're trying to do now because they know they're losing. See, this is the whole thing, Janet. When the when demons are about to come out of a person, you know what they do? They get loud. They scream. They holler. They fuss. They put on a big show because they don't want to go. But when they but they are absolutely showing their hand. Go ahead. Absolutely. I'm sorry. Absolutely. So, but when when God and that's the thing, when Jesus showed up, that's when they would manifest. That's when they they showed who they were. Because they you know, can't when, stand. When we were passing the heartbeat bill in Ohio, 
Um, I don't think I could have designed this to, to, to show any better what we're dealing with. The women came out and they had a shirt, a t-shirt that said pro-abort witch. And they had earrings the size of saucers that were pentagrams. Um, and they all had their phones. They're all aimed at me. And I'm like, this sure. is lovely. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this this is a spiritual battle. And if you don't believe battle. me, start looking. At them. They're coming out of the shadows. Uh, we are dealing with people that are are not aligned with with the God of creation. Yeah. Uh, they're in, they're aligned with the the counterfeit uh, uh, yep. fake God of this world. And and I'll, I'll tell you, um, there is a power there. But greater is He that is in us than He That's that right. is in the world. That's I mean, right. we don't have to be afraid because because you know what uh, God already won the victory right. at the cross. The the victory is there. And 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 what we need to do is is use the power, use the authority we've been given, and to stand against this. Uh, this great evil. And we had, we had, uh, uh, I don't often talk about this. I do in the book about the, the spiritual battle that's going on. We had prayer covering everywhere we went. Have we to. had, we <laughs> have to, because uh, I mean, literally I, I, I tell people, you know, they ask me, what do you do? How do you do this? I said, well, I don't get out of bed uh, until I have the armor of God on. Helmet uh -huh. of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the shoes of the gospel of peace, the sword of spirit, and the, and the shield of faith. I, I put that on in the morning. And if I get a thought that is attacking me or that you're going to fail or that Trump's going to, you know, whatever it is, I like, oh, I forgot my armor. There you go. Yeah, I yeah, put yeah. it back on. And I keep my, you know, we need the mind of Christ. We need to keep our eyes on God. It's, it, it, this, this is really what it's all about. He gives us peace that passes understanding. If we are in that secret place, That's we have... Right. We have the ability, he said we have. You know what? All power and all authority was given to Jesus. That That's means right. somebody has none of it. Um, and uh, he's given it to us. We just need to use it. We need to learn how to do spiritual warfare. Uh, yeah. I'm learning a lot more than I knew. Um, and I'll tell you what, we can't learn this soon, quick enough because, uh, you know, we've been getting our clocks cleaned. We've been getting beaten up and bloodied. And, yeah. you know, even in this 10-year battle for me, yeah. uh, it's uh, it's been a great learning curve, and there's a lot that I share, a lot spiritual that I share. I mean, people say it's you know, is it a, is a political book? Is it a spiritual book? Uh, the it's answer both. is yes. Uh, it's both. <laughs> um, someone someone uh, just just uh, left me a message that said uh, it's it's an instructional manual as well, but it but it reads like a novel. It does. It's it's how to do it. It's how to take on the giants uh, and 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 how to see the impossible. Bow to the name of Jesus and what to do when everything is fighting against you. When there is a wall, a barrier that looks like it cannot be penetrated, and we just kept pressing, kept pushing, and and that's what ultimately won. There's all the different ways, all the ideas, ideas like how we rolled in the mobile ultrasound to show the youngest to ever testify. We let those members of, of Congress, uh, members in the, in the state legislatures, see that baby's heart beating on the screen, hear that baby's heartbeat. Um, I've told this many times, but in congressional hearing and the, the judiciary subcommittee, uh, there was a little baby, a baby Lincoln, who I believe will be used to emancipate the next generation. He was 18 weeks old in the womb. And they showed him up on the screen, his heart beating, and the room was silent. And what, what happened next was surprising to me, even me. I, I couldn't believe when I heard that as that baby's heart was beating, the room was silent. Everyone was focused on little baby Lincoln. Even the protester, one protester in particular, was seen wiping tears from both of her eyes. And that's when I realized that this baby's heartbeat can reach even the hardest of hearts. That's right. It will reach America. And that's what it's doing, Lisa. That's what's happening. I think that, and I just think that's so beautiful. And I'm I'm excited. How about that? I'm excited. Because I am too. Because we are taking back 
Do you know, one of the things that you said is that, um, you know, you just, you had that wall and I, I actually saw Janet, I saw the walls of Jericho. And so what happened with the walls of Jericho, which some people don't realize that the walls were actually hollowed out and they had baby parts inside the walls of Jericho. That's why they had to come down because they were all being sacrificed to Moloch. And so the wall actually wasn't structured. It was hollow because they would put the, the, that's what they thought was saving them and keeping them safe. And so what did God do? He, he, he had them march around, right? For seven days. And then on the seventh day, they marched around seven days and, and they blew the, the shofar. So what was that? Seven days is completion. Then they mm -hmm. did it again, double, right? He'd, so mm -hmm. they did set another seven days in one day. They went around seven times completion. He was going to finish what was started and, and there was a sound that went out, which brought the entire thing down, brought every structure down. That's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. You're the shofar. You're the shofar that is blowing and that is going to, and pulling down, down these walls. But it's not just pulling down the establishment. It's pulling down the hearts of people who didn't see things that way. It's pulling down the, the, um, the things that people have been hiding behind. You're pulling down every time you speak, every time you share, you're just pulling down these walls, every place that you go. So you're the shofar. That's well, I, I will tell you this, that, that there is an authority that comes with someone who's crossed the finish line. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have seen the giants fall. And mm -hmm. once you've seen Goliath fall, nobody can tell you that it can't be done. That's right. And so when I go to Michigan and they say, what makes you think that a heartbeat bill will pass in Michigan? I said, because I've seen it done. That's I've right. already seen it done in Ohio. By the way, we were there uh, in the state house in Michigan and this had never happened in Ohio, but there was a, there was a tapping. We were there in the rotunda after a rally in Michigan and there was worship and, 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 and there was this tapping that occurred, that it was people were pounding on the floors and pounding on the rails, three, Come three uh, legs up and it was, <gasps> and it was the heartbeat that resonated through the entire state house. Senators, legislators were coming out of their offices. What is that? Everybody knew what that was. That's a human heartbeat. Come and on. it was, it, it, it was a, it was a sacred moment where you just felt God is in this. And uh, he's in it all over the country. As I mentioned, I uh, spoke in, in Destin at a, a national, uh, uh, national Association of Christian Lawmakers meeting. Jason Rapert, who helped to pass and led the charge to pass the nation's first heartbeat bill in Arkansas. Um, he led the charge there. Uh, talked about little baby Duncan who was saved through his heartbeat bill in Arkansas. Uh, but I was able to talk with uh, a woman who flew. She said, I flew just to talk with you because I'm I'm introducing the heartbeat bill in Alaska. Come on. Had dinner with a guy that's going to introduce it in, in uh, North Carolina. We found a Senate sponsor. We needed it in the state of Texas. Kansas legislators who are looking to get it started again in Kansas. We're going to end abortion. I yep. mean, it was called impossible. It is now inevitable. We are going to end abortion. And I started telling people this a decade ago. And they looked at me like I was kind of crazy. Uh, and they'd even tell me, they said, you know, I didn't believe you at first, but now I'm, now I see it's going to happen. It, it, it will happen. We will end abortion. If yep. we do what we're commanded to do, if we will come out and, and elect this, this, this man that God has appointed, even though he may not be uh, perfect in your, in your standard of personality, I don't care about his personality. I, I happen no. to like him, but I, it's, it's his actions. Actions are what you believe in. He That's is right. a man of, of courage and a man of results. That's and right. you just can't argue with what he's already done and what he has yet to do. That's he needs right. four more years to do it. 
Yes, he does. Because Roe versus Wade is going to be overturned. Amen. Amen. I'm saying it. I'm declaring it. And that is something I agree that with happens you. when, when God says something, you, you say, you know, that's it. What did, what did David say to Goliath? You filthy Philistine, you who, are going down. Who are you, right? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine that dare defy the armies of the living God? Come on. That's what he said. That's and that's it. what we say to those that are lying and those that are, are spewing this kind of hate and spewing this these these uh, platforms of killing children. Now, now who, who are you? Who in the world do you think you are to come against the Lord God of America? And you know come what? On. It is our motto, in God we trust. That's right. You know, my state motto of, of, of the state motto of Florida is in God we trust, but in Ohio, it's with God, all things are possible. That's right. And I knew that that was true because Jesus, Jesus was the one that said it. That's but we, right. we have it emblazoned in our state house on the ground. It's come it's on. there in the ground. And, and, and so when we were there, there were people that gathered and were kneeling along the seal of the state. And, I, and as I'm there, I'm, I realize we are literally standing on the word of God. We're yes. standing on the word of God. We'd have prayer meetings after prayer meetings. Like Come you wouldn't on. believe it. The senators would go by and they'd roll their eyes. And I just said, you know what? It's just a matter of time. That's it's just right. a matter of time before they see what my God can do. If you haven't won yet. Well, guess what? Then, then, then the story's not over. Then that's turn right. the page. There's another chapter that's coming because God has, it says in Psalm 139, all the days of our life were written before one of them came to be. I want every page of the book of my life. I want every every scene in this movie of my life that God has written. And what God's movie is better than Hollywood could ever come up with. It is Ephesians 3.20, exceedingly come abundantly on. greater than what you can ask, that's what right. you can dream up or what you could think. That's, that's right. the movie of your life. And I'm going to tell you something. If they made a movie about your life, here's the question. Would anybody want to watch it? Um, I, 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 I want to tell you, we, we can live like the pages of the Bible, because our God is the same. He hasn't wow. changed from when he was healing people and raising the sick and, 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 and causing the blind to see this is, this is the God. He's still who he claims to be. That's He's right. still everything he is. The, the tomb is empty. We need to start acting like it. You know oh. what? This country, quit complaining about it. Turn off the media and start getting, we went out without television for, for a decade. We did not have television in our house during the entire battle. And what'd you do for it? Well, we ended abortion. That's one thing. That's pretty good. Um, you know, we made a movie about about uh, the assault on our freedoms, the, the Light Winds movie that that's, mm -hmm. uh, that you can get online here soon. Um, it's a situation where if you turn off all the reports, all the giant reports, I mean, think about this. What would David have done if he had gone uh, and gone home, gotten his easy chair and turned on, you know, CNN, the Canaanite News Network, right? And, they, and say, you know, the giant is big. Take a look at the pictures of Goliath. He's yep. never lost. He's, he's big and he's huge and he's never lost. He's undefeated. He probably wouldn't. If you listen to the giant reports, yep. then you start believing them. That's right. Turn it off. That's Turn right. it off. Spend That's that right. time in prayer. Spend that time uh, talking and praying and, and, and working to, to get our country back because we have an opportunity like you wouldn't believe. And I, I'll right. tell you this. I, I was when I'm not sure which year it was, but was when Obama was sworn in. I, I was watching it in in uh, in disgust. And I, I said, God, if you give us if you will give us another chance as a nation, if you will give us another opportunity at freedom, I promise I will use it. I promise I will use that freedom for everything it's worth. And that's what we need to do. We Amen. need to use this freedom. God has given us mercy. You know yeah, what? We could have been under a Clinton, Hillary Clinton administration mourning the death of our constitution and all the rights yeah. that go with it. But yeah. you know what? God gave us Donald Trump. That's and a right. lot of people may not like it. If you may say you're a never Trumper, then you are a pro-abort because that's the only alternative right now. 
Come that on. you're in favor of killing children That's till right. birth with our tax dollars. That's, That's right. it. That's I'm right. an always Trumper. I'm that's an always right. Trumper because yep. this is a guy that's getting it done. That's and, right. And, and he's the one that's 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 drying up the sex traffic rings. He's that's he's right. going after all of those criminals. And 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 I think we're going to see some arrests here of those that have been committing treason. I think we're going to see a lot of things happen. But we need to stand with this man, and we need to make sure that he has what he needs. Our votes to finish what it is that we need done, and that is we need justices on that court. That yes. are going to uphold our heartbeat laws. Yes. That are going to see the, the killing come to an end because Roe versus Wade is on the brink. It is teetering right now. It is ready to fall to the to the ash heap of history, as as Vice President Pence said. This yes. is where we are. That's and if right. you want, well, I'm just going to tell you something. You know, I remember I was running a race. Never told the story before. I was running a race. It was a, a a 10k race. I was in Seattle. I was running a race. I was 16 years old, and I remember being so tired. And I was so tired. I didn't think I could make it. Oh man, it was just, I was out of shape and I was running and I was so tired. And, and I turned the corner and, and I could see the finish line. And I thought to myself, if I had known the finish line was that close, I would have been running a lot faster. I would have been less complaining about the, 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 you know, my legs and how tired they were. I, I would, if you can see the finish line, you can pick up the pace because we are almost there. I and agree. so if you're, you're tired, and you're weary. Bible says, don't be weary in doing good. I'm going to tell you the finish line is right there, yeah. right there. Don't give up now. Don't give up the race. Don't sit back and say, oh, well, they're all bad. And oh, well, the media says he can't win. No, no, no. The media said he couldn't win last time. By That's the way, you right. want to you you encourage? <laughs> uh, you could type in snowflake, make, snowflake meltdown in 2016. And you can see <laughs> all the media yeah. crying about, about how their predictions that said it was, oh, absolutely going to, you know, Hillary was going to win and Trump was going to lose. And, and uh, 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 Governor Mike Huckabee wrote an article the, yesterday, uh, or maybe it was today, and he said, uh, you know, they, they, they had all those balloons that they wanted for their victory party and yep. all the fireworks. They're look, looking to use them this week at the convention. No, no, this is it. We have a moment in oh, yeah. history. This is what I believe can be written about America right now. That is, we're on the brink of, of destruction. We're on the brink of choosing life and liberty of America or or, or Marxism. That's yeah. it. That's where we are. And and this is where we need to rise up. This is where the church needs to rise up yep. so that it can be written about us in this time that this was their greatest hour. Come when on. this is written, when I write about this, I've been speaking about it for 40 years. <clears throat> One day when when the killing stops, they, our children, our grandchildren are going to come home from school and uh, if they're not homeschooled, I think they probably should be. But they're going to learn about what happened on our watch yep. in the year 2020. It's more than COVID. It's what we did in this That's hour. Right. They're going to come home with a question. And that question is, where were you when and they were killing babies? And what did you do? And you know what I want to say? I, was, I want to say we were the ones that rose up. Come we on. were the ones who stood and fought until the killing stopped. That's because right. the killing will stop if yes, we will join together right now in this hour. That's, That's right. where we are. On the brink of victory. Do not lose heart. Do not Come lose on. hope. This is our moment. Come on. Rise up. Register everyone you know to vote. And, right. and get out there and get it done. Let's Absolutely. finish this work. Absolutely. Let's finish it. And we also have to pray. We have Amen. to really pray. It, but but this is the thing. We we can't pray from a place of defeat. We have to start praying from a place of completion. It is done. This is God's heart. You guys are, we have to say, well, is it God's heart to end abortion? Heck yeah. So let's start declaring it. Abortion will be done. 
abortion will be done. Lord, we thank you that abortion is done. We thank you that you overturned Roe versus Wade. Mm -hmm. I thank you very much that people are waking up and they're starting to see the truth about what has been happening, the atrocities that have been happening. So Lord, I just praise you and thank you that you have gone before us, that you have opened the eyes, that you have broke down the barriers, that you pulled down the walls and that abortion was closed and done, that that's something that's been written in our history books is something that's not going further, that it's not going further. And so we just thank you, Papa. We thank you, Papa, for every single life that now can live. We thank you, Father God, for the children who are being adopted. We thank you, Father God, for those who who didn't think that they had a chance that they can they can actually walk out their destiny. So we thank you, Papa. We thank you that that you have put a good president who sits in in the highest office in our country and that he is he is for us not against us, and that we are going to see the victory in everything that you have said, that you that we will see the victory. We will see the victory in everything. And the other thing I want to say to you, Janet, is this, this book, who's going to play you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, it's funny. This but is going to become a movie. This it, is it will be a movie. Just the scene. Yeah. I'll just tell you one scene. If sure. you have a moment, I'll, I'll tell you Absolutely. my favorite scene in the sure. movie. And, and that is when, uh, it was 2018, December, I was dropping my husband off at the airport and I said to him, I, I just, I just don't want to go down there to, to lose again. I had pushed for a vote. They, the, the, the sponsor Ron Hood said to me, he said, uh, you know, let's just wait till January and, and then we'll have a pro-life governor instead of John Kasich, the, 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 the Democrat pro-abort. Uh, and I said, uh, even though he p- pretended to be a Republican um, and having just spoken at the, the Democrat convention, I think I'm pretty safe in saying that. So anyway, they, they, I said, no, we were promised a vote. We need to get we need to take it. We need to take every opportunity we have, even if it looks completely impossible. And I'm telling you, it was impossible. I needed 15 votes. We needed to get 50 out of 99 members in order to pass the bill. We had that. We could get that. But we, to be veto proof, knowing that we'd be vetoed again, we yeah. needed to get 60. So I had five co-sponsors that had left office. uh, And so now I needed 15 votes, not 10, 15 more votes that we never had before. I'm driving down to Columbus. I'm on the phone. And I told a friend of mine, I said, this is going to take an act of God. (laughs) And I said it in sort of, you know, that sarcastic way that, you know, it's just not going to happen kind of thing. And they said, well, isn't that what, what, what we're counting on? Isn't that what this is all about anyway? Come on. I said, yeah. So I went down there and you know, it's funny because a lot of people, when, when the vote happens, they want to show up. Um, but when the work needs to be done, you can't find them. Um, and, but on this day, nobody else could make it. So I was down there by myself. I needed to get 15 votes in one day. Uh, and so I, I implemented one of my, uh, one of the tactics that Tom delay taught me, and that is, uh, turning the members into whips. And so I, I took a, a uh, a sheet of paper like so, and I had it, you know, folded in half, and I and I I I listed the legislators we needed, and I'd go to one and I'd say, Hey, can you get me these two? Aren't you in committee with this guy? Hey, you know, you're friends with them. By the end of the day, I was like, You try these ten. I mean, we we needed fifteen votes in one day, unheard of, votes we never had before. So what happened was, I got to the end of the day, and the votes the next day, and uh, we are two or three votes away, which is pretty miraculous in itself. Mm-hmm. So my intern, Josh, comes down, Josh Halavity and Lori Vyers and all the people started coming the next day. And uh, I get there and the pro aborts are there with their pro abort T-shirts and their pentagram and their phones all aimed at me. And we're handing out 
gift bags with with uh, with heart uh, candies, so heart chocolates in them, and saying <laughs> "Have a heart." Thank you. You know. Uh, 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 from the bottom of our heart, I don't forget what, what, what this one said, but we had all the talking points and arguments in, you know, in the in the the candy bag we were handing out, and uh, and so I, I I met with a African American Democrat. His name is Bill Patman. I just sent him his book, a hero, and I told him he's going to play himself in the movie. Um, <laughs> and he's a guy who I said we need one more dem. If we're going to have a shot at this, yeah. we need another Democrat. He's the only Democrat with the courage to stand against his caucus. I said we need another Democrat. And uh, I said, try this guy. We tried one guy, couldn't get him. I said, try Glenn Holmes. And I and I, I highlighted in the bill, here's his concerns. Tell him this is the answer. I said, try to get to him. Text me if you do. So the bill starts up. The the the, 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 the session begins. The, the debate begins. And I get a text from Bill. And it says, done. I'm like, oh, oh my on. goodness. We, we've got a shot. We got a shot at being veto proof uh. for the first time ever. And so uh, they called the Democrats called for a caucus right then. I, I left the, I had someone save my seat in the balcony. I went downstairs because I don't know how many votes I still need. I'm still trying to get right. some more. So I'm, so I'm standing on my tiptoes. I'm looking through the state house window. And, and he says, you know, you're going to strain your legs standing on your tiptoes so long. And, and uh, I hugged him. I said, thank you. I said, uh, he says, do you know what's going on right now? I said, what's that? He says they are meeting right now to chow, to, to 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 terrorize essentially uh, Glenn Holmes. They're threatening him with his political career. If he oh. dares cast a pro-life vote, they are threatening him right now. I said, "Well, is he going to hold firm?" He says, "I don't know." So he and I held. He's the guy's like twice as tall as I am. This African American Democrat. We held hands outside the chamber that day and we prayed. The chamber begins. The session begins. Hours of debate go by. We needed sixty votes. Lisa, the vote is cast. And I had been told not to take any more pictures up on the balcony, uh, but my intern had not been told that. So I, told, <laughs> I said, Josh, yeah. I said, uh, I said, when, when that vote is cast, you take a picture of that board of the votes. I said, because I can't wait for the results. We need them right now. And he says, got it. You know, he, he's got it ready to go. And, and so the vote is cast. I need 60 out of the 99 members to be veto proof. The vote is cast and it comes out 5835. Oh, man. You know, that time where you feel like, well, mm -hmm. I tried everything. It wasn't one of those. It was like something's not right. Yeah. I had more votes than that. Something's not right. We go downstairs outside the chamber. Uh, we're looking at the roster, who voted which way. Ten minutes go by, and Glenn Holmes, the Democrat, goes forward and votes yes. We are now at 59.35. We are, we are one vote away from being veto-proof. Right. And so I look at, I see Marilyn Slaby's name. I just mailed her her book. Marilyn Slaby's name is an orange. If it's red, you're a no vote. If it's green, you're a, you're a yes vote. If it's orange, you, you've left. You're not there. You don't vote. And I said, Where, where's Marilyn Slaby? Why is her name an orange? And they said, well, maybe she's not here. I said, I saw her. I gave her a gift bag coming in. Maybe they got to her. Maybe she flipped. I said, not this yeah. one. She was a co-sponsor. Her husband was a co-sponsor when he held the seat before her. I said, where is she? One of the one of the legislators, uh, Nino Vitale, one of our heroes, says, he's a man. He said, I'll, I'll self-identify as a female and look for her in the <laughs> ladies' room if I have to. But we got her number. Uh, I called her her, uh, her husband, uh, who I knew from, from when he held the office. Mm -hmm. And I said, we, we have three. I told him, I said, we have three votes on the roster right now. We have less than an hour to get her back. She's the swing vote. He said, that's impossible. He said, I'm two hours away for a mandatory meeting I can't miss. Uh -huh. Where it comes down to, Lisa, what, what is it that you believe? Do you believe that with God, all things are possible? 
Or are you going to take the, that's impossible and say, okay, well, we tried. No, we either believe it or you don't. And Come actions on. are what you believe. And so I said to him, I said, can you pull off the highway? Because I'm on my way to get her right now. It was two hours. We had three sure. bills. There's no way we can stall that long, but yeah. I just told him to do it. And, and he said, I, all right, I'm, I'm pulling off. I, I hang up with him. I tell one group, I said, you guys pray. I told another group, you tell them to stall until I get back. Right. And so I ran, I took off running. This is December in Ohio. It's now a blizzard. It's snowing heavy. I'm uh -huh. running. Two, I run two blocks to get to my car and, and it's, it's snow is coming down. I get to my car and I don't have my keys. Oh no. I'm starting to look through my purse and some man, I'm out of breath. I've just run as fast as I could through the snow. This guy comes up and he's very calmly he says, here, you drop these in the crosswalk. He, has <gasps> my keys. he was either, my husband says either marathon runner or an angel. Or an angel. And He's and an so angel. I'm like, thank you, sir. You have no idea. Thank you. I, I get in the car. I'm driving north. And I remember Josh's mom used to be an intern of mine at, at Ohio Right to Life. Right. I remember she used to give report from Wayne Holmes County Right to Life. I said, hold on. That's where the that's where our state rep, Marilyn Slaby, is waiting at a Bob Evans in, in you know home, Holmes County. I said, call your mom. Can you see if she can pick her up? So she picks her up. Raylene Halavity picks up Marilyn Slaby, our, our, our rep, our sway right. boat, drives south while I drive north. My husband calls me. He says, what are you doing? He said, I'm driving like a maniac through a blizzard <laughs> to go get our swing vote. I'm sorry to say I wasn't as pro-life as perhaps I should be, but I was driving fast yeah. and it was snowing hard. And we uh, we got to uh, Mansfield uh, in the middle of the state. We uh, put gas in the car, put her in the car, started driving south. I got a call from Ron Hood, our champion. And he said, here, Jan, when you, this is a lesson in this. When you set out to do the impossible, you may not know how it can be done. But God is looking for people that will step out to do the impossible, even though you don't know how it can be done. Because I didn't know how you're gonna how are you gonna stall four hour sure. round trip. How in the world? Sure. He says we found that there's a parliamentary procedure that you can uh, you can recess instead of adjourn. If you recess the assembly instead of adjourn, then two members can come back and hold a session. Ooh. One of them is our champion, and one of them is the lady in my car. Come and on. we get to the state house, and he, I still remember it's like a movie. Our champions holding the gavel like the Speaker of the House, uh -huh. and he pounds on the on the gavel. He says, "House Bill 253 for third consideration," and she's still wearing her coat. Yeah. And she signs the vote. I fell to my my knees. I didn't say in the book because I didn't want to look like a real real weakling, but I started sobbing. I didn't cry. I sobbed because that is how we got veto proof to go against John Kasich in the House of Representatives because we serve the God of the impossible. impossible. That's on. it. That scene is in the movie. And uh, yeah, I, I intend to play myself. I'm, I may <laughs> not be, uh, you know, people say, you know, you don't, you don't have the gifting or acting or talent oh, no, or not you're true. not as good looking as an actress. Well, you know what? I'm every bit as good looking as the character I'm playing. You know, that's, that's right. just the way it is. And so I, I believe that we can, we can, see the God of the impossible honored in this. By the way, in the yeah. Senate, we have the votes to veto override, but John Kasich got to one of the guys, his name is Bill Beagle. He will never be known as a pro-lifer again. Um, but four months later, we had a much stronger bill uh, as we talked about how we kept the internal ultrasound uh, language right. out and we, we were able to protect 20,000 instead of 4,000 and it was worth it. So I'm just going to tell you, we serve the God of the impossible and it's, start, it's time we start taking him at his word. Yeah. It's time we start doing what it is that we, we say, we're in God we trust. Do you trust him or don't you? 
And he's looking for people that will trust him with their actions, that will come out and finish this, to get our country back, to use our freedoms, to keep our freedoms. It begins with registration. It begins with voting. By the way, your church is allowed to register people to vote, and your church is allowed to pass out voter guides. Um, and, uh, and, and, and you know, this, this we've got to stand against the voter fraud and the mail-by-fraud invitation yeah. that, that's happening. But right now, we can, and we can pray and cover in the blood of Jesus the ballots yeah. so that they're counted properly. Uh, they're cast properly, and that we see we see uh, God uh, uh, giving us the chance, the mercy again, to bring to completion. I, I don't want the ten years I just spent in my life getting these heartbeat bills through. I don't want it to be all for naught. No. But if we are able to elect Donald Trump, that finish line is going to be crossed, yeah. and that Roe versus Wade is going to come down. It's come down. And uh, yeah, it's it's no longer uh, uh, impossible. It is now inevitable if Absolutely. we do our part right now. And I really believe he couldn't do it his first term. He had to come back for a second in order for it to happen. Well, we've got to replace some more judges. That's just we the way do. it is. And that's, and that's exactly what's going to happen. But I do believe that it's coming down. I do believe this Goliath Amen. is going to fall. I do Amen. believe that this is going to be overturned because even the person who was, who was tricked and coerced into even being a part of the bill, who is a woman who, who is Roe, right? She mm -hmm. she actually was tricked and, and and coerced and and fooled into doing something, and she actually turned against it. And as soon as she turned against it, it was really ironic. I don't know how many, not too long after, she just suddenly died. Well, you know, uh, Norma McCorvey, and I wrote about yeah. it, it. We put her in uh, commercials with Sandra Kano, who was the doe of Doe versus Bolton, and Bernard Nathanson, who was the founder of NARAL, then mm -hmm. the National Association to Repeal Abortion Laws. He committed, you know tens of thousands of abortions. And we had the three people most responsible for abortion in America. We had them at a dinner uh, in uh, in Fort Lauderdale. I was working with Dr. D. James Kennedy at Coleridge Ministries at the time. I was the director of the Center for Reclaiming America. So we had the three people who have, have since repented and have since, you know, uh, uh, be, had since become pro-life. And and Dr. Kennedy was was there. And, and I, I was wondering, what, what's he going to say to these people? Right. Mm -hmm. We've got a body count in the millions and tens of millions. And, and these are the people that, that were really behind it. Right. And this is what he did. He took his silverware and he, he, he described the gospel. This is what he did. He said he took the knife that's sitting on the napkin. He said, that's every religion in the world. I must. I, I must. I wrote about this in the book. I have to try. I try. I strive. I, I, I work. He says, that's every religion in the world. And then he put his fork over his knife and he made the sign of a cross. Mm -hmm. He says that's the Christianity is the only religion where God came to, to earth, where God came to us. And it's what Jesus did, not what we can do. That's right. And so whether you've had an abortion, whether you've voted pro-abortion, whether you've allowed abortion by not voting, uh, bought the lie that we're not supposed to be involved in politics, then we can repent. We can be restored. Right. And we, can, we can rise up right now and become part of the remnant that God will use to, to not only end abortion. Ending abortion is just the beginning. We're going to advance the kingdom of God. That's We've right. been for too long reacting, responding, defending a shrinking piece of real estate. No, no, no. Not anymore. We need to advance the kingdom of God. We need to join together as the body of Christ. Start uniting 
you know, this all of this division. They, they talked about it at the Democratic convention. Oh, it's Trump that's behind it. No, no, it's not. Watch, no. I was going to say, watch CNN. Don't, don't even bother. It's yeah. all, it's all division. It's all Trump's fault. It's all ginning up the race. If black lives really matter, then you join our effort to stop them from being murdered in the womb. That's, that's really what we're dealing with is the assault against the African-American race like none other is, right. is with abortion. Join with us to help to defend uh, life, to defend our race. As, as, as Pastor Stephen Broden said, please, will there be someone who will be our champion? And you know what? It may have looked like an unlikely champion, but the champion for black lives, the champion for human lives is, is Donald Trump. Yeah. And we need to thank God for him and we need to support him every way possible. And I'll tell you one other thing. When I was at the swearing-in, I've been at many swearing-ins of, of presidential mm -hmm. candidates. I've never seen, like I did this time, there were, and I wrote about this as well, that there were covens of, of witches yeah. casting curses. Yeah. And a lot of them, you know, they may be working at, you know, at CNN and MSNBC and, and the networks because they're spewing out curses yep. every day. Yep. And every so day. When, when you hear that, when you see that, what we need to do is build a shield to put a prayer shield around yep. our president That's to right. pray for him, to strike those curses to the ground, speak life, speak blessings and, 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 and pray protection over him, his family, his cabinet, over the righteous leaders in Congress. We've got to, over the judges, we've got to do what God told us to do, to pray for those in authority and whether you like him, whether you don't like him, President Trump has been put in our authority, I believe, That's by right. the mercy of God. Yes. And we need to pray for him every single day. Amen. I pray for him many times a day because yep. it's just the attack is so severe. I don't think there's ever been a Never. president that has been more attacked than yep. this man. Um, and we need to stand with him and we need to pray for him. Yep. And uh, we need to vote and uh, and register others to vote right now. Absolutely. And I, I'm going to say one other thing. That, you know, the fact that there are covens that, that go to, to protest you, that are protesting abortion, they, why? Why are they doing it? If it's not evil, why are they defending it? Yeah, think about whose side you want to be on. That's you right. want to be on the side of the witches. The Satanists endorse endorse Biden Harris. Yeah. Uh, you got Antifa. You've yeah. got the Marxist groups. You've got the the lawless ones, the ones yeah. that are burning cities to the ground. You've got those are the supporters That's of right. the Democrats. Or you've got the the uh, the NRA. You've got the the police, uh, even New York Police Department endorsing a uh, uh, President Trump. Yeah. You've got the pro life movement. You've got the pro liberty movement. The pro gun movement. The Christian movement. You've got yeah. you've Whose side are you on? That's you know, it. choose this day who you will serve. I serve God. That's and right. I want to I want to pick the one that follows God's principles. And That's there right. is none other uh, in this presidential race than President Donald J. Trump. Um, so you've heard me say this. I, I won't beat it anymore in the ground. But if you're not sure where the candidates stand, you can also go in a voter guide across across uh, all the races in your state. It's called iVoterGuide.com. iVoterGuide.com. I write about it in the book. Um, and I would encourage you to get, you can get a signed copy if you go to faith2action.org, faith2action.org. Um, but it's it, it, it reads like a novel, but it's it's going to, I believe, give you equipment, the equipment you need to, to pass a bill like this, but to also advance the kingdom of God in other areas, to Absolutely. know that he is who he claims to be. Who, and it's it's got um, some spiritual uh, lessons that we've learned along the way that, that just uh, aren't really being implemented by the church like they need to be. And I, I just yep. encourage people to get it. I, I do believe that, um, that God is going to use it. Uh, and uh, and I, I do hope that you get it. It's, it's something that um, is the handbook of what we've learned in the last decade 
Uh, and it applies across the board on all the things that matter to God. We are his instruments. He doesn't just, right. as David Barton says, he just, just doesn't swoop in and save a nation. He uses people. That's and right. the good news is he uses ordinary people, even kids like me that were afraid to give a speech. It's not about us. It's not about our gifts or talents. It's not about anything about us. It's all about him That's and what right. he can do with those whose hearts are devoted to him, whose hearts are completely trusting in him. As our motto says, it's in God we trust. Well, you know what? Show me. If that's what you believe by what you do, your actions are what you believe. Come on. What an, you are awesome. You uh, are God bless you. I, you are seriously awesome. Glory be to God, because uh, I was the kid who couldn't give a speech. Well, and so if he can use me, he can use anybody. That's <laughs> yeah, it. I, yeah. It's it. It's not, it's not about us. And, and, and Francis Schaefer said it this way. Um, Faith is not a leap in the dark. It's ceasing to call God a liar. And that's what we're doing when we don't take him at his word. We, Come it's on. Like Paul, it's like slapping God across the face and calling him a liar. You know, in Numbers 14, um, when the uh, the majority report came back about the spies, you know, Moses sent the, them in. They, the majority report comes back and, you know, they basically said the giants are big and scary. And, they were CNN. And, you know, let's go back. Yeah, yeah, right. That's right. They had just <laughs> but watched CNN, the Canaanite News Network, uh, a different network. Anyway, they came back and God didn't say, I understand giants are scary. And that's yeah. no, God doesn't talk like that. Nope. You know what he said? He said, how long will these people refuse to believe in me? It's basically, it's like slapping God in the face when you don't take him at his word. Come on. And I don't want to do that anymore. I don't nope. want to, to, to treat God like he's a liar because nope. he is not. No, um, not. And he is for us and he is able to, to do what men say cannot be done. I've seen it and I know we're going to see it again. And Amen. if he can give us the victory, he can give you the victory and he can give us our nation a victory again. That will uh, will let make the snowflakes uh, cry on national television again. I'm sure we're gonna have to have bigger rooms. <laughs> <laughs> I want a mask that actually says, "Sorry, he's gonna win again." <laughs> yeah, well, we just have to make sure of it because oh, yeah. it's just too much on the line. I know, I know. So, okay, people are interested in in. Okay, it's like I'm here in Jersey. Mm -hmm. That's a that's a tough state to get a bill like that passed, but. But I believe, I truly believe that Jersey's going red this year. I'm going to say that. All that right. Jersey's going to go red after this election. And I there believe is. that that is going to happen, that we are going to get the heartbeat bill in Jersey. Okay. What happened in Jersey, uh, and I wrote about this in the book, I think Jersey was the one that right after they light up the uh, the Freedom Tower with yeah. paint to celebrate killing kids through birth. Yeah. Um I think they they were the ones that passed a law that said, uh, trying to find it where it is, that said, um, here it is, New, New Jersey's Democratic governor proudly signs a bill to make it harder to uh, to yeah. execute, to euthanize dogs. But here's something else in New Jersey. Well, 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 they don't protect unborn babies. They passed a bill, they introduced a bill to protect unborn cows. Are you, are you ready for this? Pro-abortion Democrat Assemblyman uh, Benji Wimberly said, cattle can't defend themselves on issues like this. It's animals' rights. It's the right thing to do. It's the moral thing to do. And you're protecting something that really can't protect itself. And yet these are the ones who want to kill children until birth. Let me tell you about, about uh, New Jersey. Even if you live in a blue state, what I'm going to tell you is passing the heart, introducing the heartbeat bill is a good thing to do because what it does is it's like putting out a billboard across your state 
Abortion stops a beating heart. Just that publicity saved a life in Ohio, saved saved lives in, 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 in Arkansas and elsewhere. Just that information alone. But again, when we pass the bill, instead of abortion stopping a beating heart, a beating heart will stop, stop abortion. abortion. So do it whether you live in New Jersey, New York, California. We've got to do this because it's, yeah, it's the right thing to do. But yep. when you speak the truth, it will reach the hearts, even the hardest hearts, yep. and it will save lives. Even before it, even our saved the life, even before it passed out of the House committee. So it, it's worth doing, and I just encourage you to do it. And we stand here with you. We've got a model bill at f2a.org. You can download the model bill, use it in your state, um, and we'll uh, we'll be here uh, and uh, read the book. It'll tell you how. But then, uh, but then, give us a call, and if we can help you, we'll come testify. We'll help you out with the strategy. It's 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 it, it can be done. And and the reason I know that is because I've seen it happen. That's right, because he's in Ephesians three twenty. God. You know, that's right. Yeah, it is. Okay, so Janet, if people want to get in touch with you, what website would they go to? Um, you can go to faith2action.org, or the shortcut is f2a.org, that's for faith to action. Um, and then uh, we're building the site. It should be launched here probably by next week, uh, where you can get uh, not just the Heartbeat Away book, which you can order uh, and get a signed copy, um, but you can also get the other materials that can help us fight against the criminalization of Christianity. I also wrote a, a book about being single uh, back in the, the day when I was single. It's called What's a Girl to Do While Waiting for Mr. Right? Uh, there's 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 all kinds of resources and, I love and you that. can get them there. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Um, and uh, yeah, and that's the right the website, faith2action.org. Is that what you said? Faith, faith2action.org. Yep, that's yep. right. Okay, cool. So we got that up there. So people, I would love to have you come back. Let's let's talk about how we can get some uh, single girls uh, married. Come on. Sure. Sure. Absolutely. I think that you would know, be a super fun thing. You know, God said that uh, that he he has that book. Remember I told you about mm -hmm. Psalm 139, all the days mm -hmm. of your life were written for him came to be. People That's said, right. when you write that book, tell him, make sure you tell him there's no Mr. Right. I said, I don't believe that. No, I Because if God has all the days of your life, that includes your wedding day. And if he already knows your children before they're formed in the womb, then he Come knows on. who the father is. And so he's got a plan. That's it. I want God's plan. I don't want my plan B. I want God's plan A. And uh, and this book talks about that um, and the purpose of your life in whatever season you're in. Uh, you can be discontented. Uh, you can be you can be you know all kinds of things. You know if you don't have a child yet, or if you're not married yet, or whatever it may be that you don't yet have. I'm just saying God has a, a plan for every season of your life. You go to God and 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 be used for Him in this time. Uh, and uh, you said, he said, if you seek him first, all these other things will be added. And that includes the desires of your heart. As you delight yourself in the Lord, he will give you the desires of your heart. And that may be a spouse, that may be children, that may be whatever it is. Um, we have a good God and he's a yeah, rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Come on. All right. I now I have to ask, are you a, are you a pastor yet? I, I am not. I am not. No, no. Yeah, you, you got, you got a big, you got a big pastor calling. Cause you oh. have such a heart. You got a, a heart. Uh, Jim Garlow. Uh, <laughs> he offered to hire me as a pastor in Skyline church in San Diego. And I, I remember telling him, I, I'm not sure I've, I'm, I'm a big fan of women pastors. He says, Oh, we'll call you something else. <laughs> it's kind of fun. Um, mm -hmm. But no, I, I know my, my calling. I know my assignment has been in the trenches uh, these last yeah. 10 years. Uh, we are looking to see what God's going to do next. I have some ideas 
we'll see what God's ideas, uh, whether they match or whether uh, I get that upgrade to what God, uh, what God has, which is, as you said, Ephesians 3.20, exceedingly yeah. better than what we can dream of. And uh, that's what I want. I want God's every scene of the movie of my life as written by God. And uh, I can't wait. I can't wait to see what he's going to do next. And I, I know it has to do with, um, with us getting our country back yes. and, uh, and using the freedom that, we, that he's given us for everything it's worth. Yes. Um, and I, I'm just going to say one more thing, Janet. You need to think about doing a podcast. Okay. We'll give that some thought. Yeah, I used yeah. to do a radio show every day uh, yeah. for about seven years. I did a daily uh, radio commentary for about 30 years. Yeah. Uh, and I took time off to, to work on the federal heartbeat bill. Yeah. Um, but we'll, we'll, we'll put that all up before the Lord and see what he says. Uh, I'm open to whatever that is. I'm, I'm not uh, anxious to have uh, uh, another, <laughs> another, uh, another daily, uh, anchor mm -hmm. on your, your, your ankle. You know what that is. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's, I, I, I would rather, uh, uh, make history than report about it. And so, uh, so yeah, that. you can, you can do both. I know you can do both, but we'll see what God says. We'll see what God yeah, says. Yeah. I just, I just see you as a truth speaker. So, and there's more Thank people you. who need to come out and, and be the truth speakers. You're a truth seeker, but you're also a truth speaker. Amen. There is Amen. something Thank about you. that. So, but and I, you. I'm just gonna um, come into agreement that that our president is gonna get your book. Not only is he gonna Thank get you. your book, he's going to invite you to come and speak. I am also going to come into agreement that you will be able to to thank him for the work that he's done and how he has helped you, and that together there is going to become because this is on his heart as well. Amen. So that's, I, Thank I'm you. just standing in agreement with that. So, but you look, you know, awesome. we serve the God of the impossible. Why not ask big? I, I always so. ask big. I might, you know, my, my thing is go big or go home. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's me. Go big or go home. Okay. So if you guys want to get in touch with Janet, you can go to faith2action.org. You can get a copy of your book, A Heartbeat Away, especially this is a great book for people who don't understand about abortion or who have been on the fence about abortion. This would be a really good book for them to get. But I also think that this is a, a book that you, that every single church should have so that they have a better understanding understanding about what they are coming into agreement with because what you come into agreement with it says thou shalt not kill hello you know we just we need to we need to stop you know skating around issues and start really being more accountable for the things that we that we preach we can't uh, preach one thing and do the other so but you have just been so awesome i just i love everything that you've talked about i'm so excited about where god is going to take you because i there's just so many things that i see because, because I just, I don't know, it's just the way it is, but I'm just seeing so many things that th th you have so many dreams inside of you and God has really been blowing those embers. And because you know that this, just like he said, it's coming to the end of the race and it's going to be very, I'm going to cry. Um, it's going to be very bittersweet for you because this has been, this has been such a call of uh, love. This has been such a love call to the to the unborn. And when it when it finally passes, it's going to be the relief, and it's going to that there's going to be like this, um, this breath. It's almost like you know giving away your baby. <laughs> but no, I, I disagree so on that. More. I'll tell you why. I, I want to say it's it's going to be a celebration. I've been planning yeah. the victory party for for decades now. Yeah. Um. And I remember when I was even working the early days in the right to life movement back when they were pro life. Uh -huh. I remember I used to I used to fantasize about the day 
when the Come killing stopped and I can actually do something else. Yeah. And there's a lot of the establishment that seems like they want to keep abortion going so they, they can keep their money income. No. I, I can't, no, wait can't wait till the killing stops so we can do something different. Yeah. And it's it's going to be pure sweet. There'll be no bitter. I'll be thrilled to death and thrilled oh, not, to life. Not bitter. You'll and, be uh, happy. You'll be excited. But there, yeah. it's, it's going to be just this, oh my gosh, that it's over. It's going to be this, this uh, so it's going to be fun. And I God has so many, so many great things for you. So many great things for you because because what you've done and what you've sown into, God is going to reward you greatly. Well, ending abortion is just the beginning. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, what we can do is, is, is. Um, I mean, someone came and told me, they said, you pray too small. And I'm like, really? Because I'm praying to end abortion and I'm praying <laughs> to reestablish marriage. And, uh -huh. and uh, I I'll take that challenge. You know what? I've been praying that what the enemy has taken, we get sevenfold Come back. Uh, sevenfold plus interest, plus a settlement for pain and suffering. And Come whatever on. else we're allowed to ask for, Come we on. need to ask for it. We need to take uh, what the enemy has stolen and, yep. uh, and take it back with spoils. And that that's it. You know, I used to say, you know, I'd, I'd like to, you know, see, uh, see us get as, as, as effective as, as, as Google or as Twitter or Oprah, whatever it is. Yeah. You know what? No, no, that's not enough. That's not enough. What the enemy has done is a starting place of what God is able to do times that's seven right. plus interest. And, you know, whatever else we can ask for on top of that, I'm asking for a thousand fold harvest for every seed we planted. We have the ability to see God do what is, is again, one more time, exceedingly abundantly greater than we know how to ask upgrade your prayers start start yeah. asking for for the god of the impossible to show up and he will and uh, I, I can't wait i can't wait till we see uh, uh president trump restored again yep. so that the killing can stop yep. uh, and our freedoms can remain come on so god bless you my friend i, I i'm very uh it was very very uh, privileged to be with you tonight oh, I, I really enjoyed you. talking with you and i'd love to come back Yes, let's definitely do that. So if you guys are interested in getting in touch with Janet, you could go to faith2action.org. You can get a copy of A Heartbeat Away. Also, you know, sometimes you need some money. So if there is a donate, you might want to go and donate there some is. money. So because, you know, this is this is not a uh, a small task that she's been doing. So if you want to sow in some, into some good soil, you're, so, you're sowing into destiny. Because each and every child that's saved has a destiny. So you will be a part of that destiny. So sewing into that is a really good way to uh, put some money where your mouth is. If you can't be out on the street shouting, use your pocketbook to do it. How about that? Amen. All right. Amen. So thank you. thank you guys for tuning in. Thanks for hanging in. I know it's a little bit longer, but I knew I, because I even talked to Jenna, I said, how far do you, how long can you go? <laughs> and she goes, well, we'll go as long as the Holy Spirit goes. I said, okay, then. As so, the Lord leads. There you go. As the Lord leads. And he led us right here. So thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you so much for, um, for listening. Make sure that you share this with your friends. If you've enjoyed this, please go ahead and share it. You can also check it out because it will be a podcast because I just don't know if it's going to stay up on. YouTube or Facebook. So we're going to put it someplace else where it can be. So you can also follow it and uh, find it on um, Cloud Hub because I'm going to be having a, a television show. I'm going to have my own channel of All Touch by Prayer. So you'll be able to find it there. All right, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in. Remember to go out and touch someone. Good night and God bless.